When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Geekscapists? Welcome to episode 76. Um, I'm here with my good buddy, Chad. Chad is the director... You write it too, right, Chad? Yeah. Chad is the writer-director of an online... Now, what is it? It's an online series. Y- yeah, there's well, there's many there's many parts what is to it? it. It's an online yeah. entity. Yeah, yeah, basically. Called Last Days... Last Days and Last Days Journal. Lastdaysjournal.com. It's like a blog. Yeah, it's like, it's like a group... It's like a social network for survivors of the zombie apocalypse. Basically. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Last day's journal is uh, where you go. And you role play a little bit. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Every like, we're the last ones. And, yeah. You know, basically. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Everybody on there, is, and I have got fans from not fans. I don't know what you'd call them. Players, I guess, from um, around the world. I call them geekscapists. Yeah. When it's on the show. But, uh, <laughs> last but otherwise, days. I call them motherfuckers. <laughs> Uh, so these guys all pretend that the zombie apocalypse has already happened, mm-hmm. and they basically just you know roll with it. Yeah, they just roll they with it. Fun. They say they're you know one person is in. I've got a I had a when I first started it in October this last year, a bunch of people from Australia from the from the Sydney Zombie Walk. They first got interested. They okay. saw it, and then when they started, then this um, uh, a bunch of people in Illinois, uh, Southern Illinois University, they got interested, and so it just kind of so it's like interactive like fan fiction, yeah, uh, and, yeah. And, and in role playing, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. it's a lot of those things that we grew up doing, uh, like brought to a digital level without the dice, without the dice, right? Um, <laughs> so that is pretty geeky. You're now on Geekscape. This is episode seventy six, and what this podcast is, it's movies, video games, and comics for the uninitiated. And over the next hour. We'll be talking about the latest news and reviews, giving some ourselves, and uh, some of the news comes from our website at geekscape.net. Um, recently, though, uh, the way I found you was through our, our good Benjamin Dunn over here. Uh, go ahead and give us a hand. That's Ben's <laughs> hand. <laughs> and, uh, and, and Ben, now, he's acting for you. Yeah. yeah. Because I wouldn't cast him. <laughs> well, he's actually really he's no, really he, fantastic. He, he's really talented. Really fantastic, Jonathan. <laughs> I have worked with Mr. Dunn in industrials that none of you will ever see. But but it wasn't but you, you won't ever see them not because of Ben, but because like they, there's no fucking way. Like, come on. Well, ironically, the, ca- the 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 role that I cast him in was the biggest geek in the whole film. So we, we trained him well. Yeah. When he came, when, when, he, when he came to us, 
when Ben came to us, he had so much poon dripping off of him. He was the man. He was cool. And he was about 200 pounds lighter. Like, he was svelte. Yeah. He was just like, what's up, guys? Can I hang with you? <laughs> he looked a little bit like this. And, and, and within about two weeks, fucking crazy, started growing into his couch. He's like, check it out, guys. <laughs> Check it out, guys. These guys have some burned DVDs of my pet monster episodes. I think I'm gonna buy them off eBay. I actually used to watch that. And I'm like, oh man, my we lost monster. Ben. So, be, so you will become a geek if you spend too much time I, in geeks. I'm a, I, I'm already a geek. He I'm lost a, his contract with the Baltimore Ravens. Is that right? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, it sounds like what you have is another little community here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, the idea, I mean, that's only part of it, though. They, mm-hmm. We also, it all started. There's fuck parties. <laughs> but with zombies. We dress up. We have, we have decaying penises. We fuck. Another part of last days. <laughs> it all started from, uh, from. Someone in this room has AIDS. It's not gonna. It's called zombie roulette. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Welcome to the show, Chad. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. So, so, so I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. It was worth I, it. I told myself I wouldn't do this. So, <laughs> it's last days. There's this whole part where, like, like maybe some geekscapists will go over there, check it out if they're yeah. into the whole zombie thing. Absolutely. And they, they go out. They log in. They start saying, you know, they start t- saying their own episodes. Well, this is. Uh, let me be. Please let me, bring me through it. Well, let me be totally honest too about the site now. The site now. I started it in October. It, it's really just kind of it's it's kind of sem- it's kind of temporary to be mm-hmm. totally honest. What this all started as was uh, a show that I had that I had written. I originally wanted to do it as a novel because it was way too long mm-hmm. for a film. Then uh, I ended up just writing a, a pilot for it. And okay, the, and yeah. that's what we shot it, with. It him. was like this World War Z type thing. Yeah, you know the book World War Z. Yeah, I'm now, now with knowing it. that that came out and that that was going to be made into like a Brad Pitt movie and. Michael Straczynski was going to do the 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 the, the, the yeah. script and stuff. Did that like tell you? Oh shit! I can't. Tear I don't care. Yeah, you, you, you <laughs> I don't kinda, care. I started doing care. this. Right, right, right. I started doing this before. I started doing this three years ago. Uh-huh. I started writing this story three years ago, and then, um, uh, then World War Z came and stuff like that. And I, I mean, I've always been a huge zombie freak. Right. I love zombie movies. I, I've always loved zombie movies. I love the idea of the world falling apart and people having to. Basically rebuild and mm-hmm. see what that has. Uh, the story that I originally wrote, this is actually before I started the website, mm-hmm. um, is about not the zombies, but about the survivors. It's mm-hmm. a story about people and, and how they survive, and it's about humanity. And that's basically the story that I wrote. And that's what, that's what Last Day's Journal is. I'm going to eventually have to reset the whole thing, mm-hmm. basically, because when this starts, when the show you know, hopefully it gets bought and we get enough money to actually make it on a weekly basis. What's going to happen is about six months before the very first uh, uh, showing, whatever, airing online or whatever, we're going to start an ARG, which I'm not going to say anything about. It's like a countdown. Sort of, yeah. Okay. I mean, reality alternate reality games. games. Game. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, I'm not into, that's new for me. ARG. Oh, that's okay. a, yeah. Alternate no, that's, that's a yeah. fuck party. <laughs> it's like a lost All- <laughs> It's like what they, yeah, it's what they do with these with these viral games that yeah. you play online. Okay. Yeah, and and they involve people interacting with the real world. You know, it's like kind of taking the internet and you're gonna get of, arrested. Hopefully, 
That's well, you know those, those online games where people like bury them. something somewhere yeah. and then they get other people to go find it yeah. and yeah. crazy shit like that. You'll get arrested. Well, I hope so. That's my I mean, plan. publicity. Yeah. But exactly. so, so you're going to start like, you know, let's say somebody picks it up. They say, let's make Last Days as a post-apocalyptic weekly TV show? Week, no, weekly a web series? W- internet series, yeah. Okay, who's going to pay for a web series? Well, uh, that's what we're looking that's for. That's what you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. well, why, why, why not? precedent, though. There's like Quarter Life. Yeah. Yeah, Quarter Life, that was good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> What FearNet? My, my thing is 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 are we there yet to where you can make a profitable, sustainable uh, weekly web series without breasts? Because you look at the ones that are successful. <laughs> Red, versus blue, Red versus blue. How much does Red versus blue cost? Honestly, well, how but, much but does Red versus blue cost? Those to are the budgets it? we're looking at. We're looking at Red versus blue is a three hundred and sixty and a bunch of hours and then and, and some yeah. really good writing. But for for, for what you want, please. I'm trying to interview my guest. <laughs> Do you remember? The audience is like, mm, where's Gilmore and Dunn? No, I'm kidding. I, I do love these guys, but it's hard to do a show. But, but you know what I mean? Like, like, uh, like, why not do a TV show and have a web component to it? Because, honestly, I don't like TV shows. Yes. But that's why. I don't, I don't. I don't like the format. I don't like the fact that you have to recap every every. Mm-hmm. Every every show, I don't right. like it. My favorite, the actually, I got rid of my TV three years ago, so the only show I actually watch, well, besides The Office, which I really enjoy, mm-hmm. is Battlestar Galactica. I love sure. Battlestar Galactica. I've watched every single episode, but that even so, it's still got that episodic format, which I just don't like. I just don't like the fact that they got a recap, and and then there's always the like odd filler show, you mm-hmm. know. So the way I see this happening is we do a weekly, ten minutes. And the idea, this is, how, this is how it all works together, is the website will be reset when this first airs. And basically, the people, the, 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 the people who are on the website are going to be able to kind of blog along uh-huh. with the people on this show in a certain kind of way. Like, I shut down the... As survivors. As survivors. What, what, they're doing it right now. I mean, I've got a bunch. I, I don't have as many people as, uh, as I hope to, well, you know, yeah. once this gets going. You build it. Yeah. Word of mouth. Yeah. Um, but but so so in a sense they're they're writing the reality alongside you. Sort of yeah. I mean they're not going to. The idea is my show takes place in the western part of the right. United States. The four people who I tell the story, you know, the, Ned is this guy trapped in Los who Angeles. Does ben, who does Ben Dunn play? Ben plays a guy who dies pretty quickly. No, <laughs> Sorry. I do not. I do. I will not watch your show. Do not watch last days. <laughs> you will love it. You will okay. love it. No, he'll be back. I'd be happy to bring him can, back. Can you I'll cast? Can you cast Gilmore and kill him? Gilmore. <laughs> Brian Gilmore. Have you met this guy? I have not. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Maybe I don't see why not. There's lots. I think of about dead a, zo- a zombie Ugnot from Empire Strikes Back, and you have yourself <laughs> the most horrific thing. You can jump from trees, set traps. I, I could. I should totally. I'd be happy to hire that guy. We need more of those. I'm your homie, Gilmore. I just got you a role. <laughs> what about VJ? Could he be a zombie in this? Absolutely. Okay. Or okay. a survivor. No, BJ would survive by going into becoming like Lawnmower Man and going to the digital interface. <laughs> He'd be the guy who's like, BJ, we need your help. He's like, you know, he's like Jarvis and Iron Man. He like tells yeah. you all this shit, you know? Or like, what's Max Headroom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be like that. That'd be sweet. Um, now I'm fucking up your shit. <laughs> <laughs> totally fucking up. Like, you have this shit. Because you, you've had this story for three years. Yeah. Plus, yeah. plus, probably plus. 
Yeah, I've had, I mean, honestly... To since be, you've been a zombie fan. Since I've been a zombie fan, it's been kind of cooking around, but I've and actually... And now you're, now you've yeah. got a business plan together, you've got a story together, you've yeah. got the details, you're ready to flesh them out. Yeah. And I come along and fuck your <laughs> shit up. Sorry, I do not mean to disrespect <laughs> no, you. No, it's but fine. I, it's exciting. I think, I think that, yeah, that I think is so. a good idea. Thank you. Thanks very much. I think, I think we should check it out. Yeah. Where, where do we check out this Last Days Journal? Well, if you feel free to go to lastdaysjournal.com mm-hmm. and see what's going right now. If you want to jump on board, feel free. It's going, just don't get mad. It's going to get erased. It's going, no, no, no. It will never be erased. Okay, it please. will be relocated. And then if uh-huh. you want to keep that storyline going, I will not. These guys are too loyal. I'm not going to mess with them. But I've done that to the forums about nine times. <laughs> I, I, don't do I won't do that. <laughs> so I won't do that. I won't do that. But there is going to be, it's going to be reset, hopefully around the beginning of 99. When you get I some mean, interest going. Uh, 2009. 2009. Yeah. And um, we're going to start uh, uh, an ARG. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell any details about that just because right. no, I want people to be playing shit. it and have no idea that this that's the ARG for this cool. until it's at the end, you know. And then until somebody shows up at their door. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, exactly. I like, you know what the ARG is actually going to be? He's fucking got some Bolivian scientists actually making a zombie virus. And he's like, yeah, it's going to be a fun game. It's real, motherfuckers. It's real. My show's a reality right. show. I forgot to mention it. It's a reality show. Yeah. It's called Survivor in a Zombie Apocalypse. Yeah, I'm taking what if over. You, what if you're an actual madman? I think you're a nice guy. You come into my house. What if you're actually somebody who's like letting shit out in the air right now? And you're like, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, this this will never I was air, promised by the, the way. I was you're, prom- too, you're getting too close. <laughs> I was promised by the ex-Nazi scientists I found in, in, in South America that the zombie virus could, could work. Be. Could Motherfucker, you're going to be the guy like on top of a tank driven by fucking giant gorillas with Hitler brains? <laughs> I want some of that. What, what are you? What are you uh, smoking? Uh, crack. <laughs> um, I'm addicted to geek. Sweet. Um, that is crazy shit. What you just said. But please, do not start a zombie virus just to sell your. No, I shit. won't. I won't. I think it's there's. It's, it's a not gonna. Extreme. Yeah, it's a little. Watch it. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, it's a little. It's I mean, where's the where's the benefit? You know, really, right. there's not a, there's not much. Well, the girls don't say no. <laughs> But they stink because yeah, they're rotten it. and dying. My dick just fell off in your vagina. <laughs> um, it's happened before. Um, ben, Ben, I'm Ben, you, you can talk. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Like, blow it, flow it. Pick your spots. Pick your spots. Like a ninja. Freestyle. You have to be a conversational ninja on this forum. You okay. know, like we and you're definitely going to talk about the happening. Do you want to review some movies? Uh, sure. Uh, we went to see the Hulk, not together, because he's a fucking psychotic Nazi <laughs> zombie-creating scientist. Uh, but we went to see this new movie from Marvel Studios, Incredible Hulk. This is what were they calling it? They were they they weren't calling it a sequel. They were <laughs> calling a, a requel. Reinvention. A reinvention. No, the, what they were calling it online was a requel. What? It's like a reinvention of hmm. the earlier 2003 Ang Lee movie um, that. It didn't work for me on any level Right the movie But now Marvel Studios Has this new Incredible Hulk Directed Directed by uh, Larry Lawrence Leterrier I call him Larry Okay uh, <laughs> Edward Norton Tim Roth is yeah. in it It's got a It's got a great cast uh, Tim Roth? No Tim Roth, Tim Roth? Yeah. Yeah, Tim Roth? Yeah, I was about to say Eric Roth. Yeah, um, Tim no, Roth. I haven't seen it. Tim Roth, no, you haven't this? seen this? No, movie? I haven't seen it. It's yet. fine. I, you, it doesn't matter if you see it. Uh, I want to. The movie is very good. 
Uh, did you like Iron Man? I loved it. I saw it twice. You're gonna like this movie okay. as much. No, I, I saw an early version of this, and I mm-hmm. was like, oh, it's almost as good as Iron Man. I think that this movie is still almost. I mean, it's 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 gotten closer to Iron Man right. in in being finished. <laughs> this movie is uh, it's it's what you wanted back in 2003. Stark's in it, right? Stark is. I guess I can tell you because the commercials tell you. But uh-huh. yeah, he has a little cameo uh, towards the end of the movie. Okay. I would have. I would have liked it, it. And you don't even have to sit through the credits for this one. Oh, okay, cool. Like should have. Like, like they wanted I would Iron have, Man. I would have liked for it to come after the credits. Yeah. But you know, after Iron Man did so well, like what a great sales tool to be yeah. like, oh, he's in this movie too. Yeah. You know, just put Iron Man and Sex in the fucking city. Mm. You know, if they, would, <laughs> if they would put Iron Man and Speed Racer, Speed Racer wouldn't have made twenty million its opening weekend. You know what yeah. I mean? It made right. eighteen million its opening uh. weekend. Uh, I, I like Speed Racer, but if yeah. Iron Man had been in it, you know, maybe <laughs> racing the cars, you know? Yeah. He's like rear thrust. He can fly shit. though, and the cars can't fly. That's kind of cheating. No, a speed racer. Some of the cars. There's some flips and shit that the cars can do. Okay. They would have gone neck and neck with Iron Man. I think it would have been pretty good. But, oh. but just put Iron Man in every movie. Um, the Hulk. <laughs> it's it, you know it's really nice. What did you like about this movie, Ben? Because I've seen it a couple times, and I'm just like. Hulk I just thought it was a really solid story. It was really you know, I've been reading people's opinions and other reviews. Mm-hmm. That, um, about like editing being weird and sound being weird, and you know what? I didn't notice that at all, at all, right. because I was involved in the entire thing. Like just sitting there watching, being involved, like it, invested, invested in the entire movie. And it, it, it was good. Remember, a couple weeks ago, I wrote this uh, article about like what went wrong with the new Indiana Jones movie. Like, uh-huh. You saw that, yeah, I did, yeah. Movie, and I apologize for that. <laughs> uh, but 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 I looked at it and I and I was like, okay, there's so much shit wrong with it, just on a basic yeah. story level. And when you look back at that original Ang Lee Hulk movie, uh, they left something that was so in it, like important to the TV series out that would have really made that movie click. Mm-hmm. And it's Bruce Banner's search for a cure yeah. because it's his one heroic thing that he can do, right? Constantly, right. Like his constant, and, and it's such a like easy MacGuffin, you know what I mean? But it's his, it's the one storyline that he has constantly as a character. Whether Betty goes, it gets into danger, or somebody gets into danger, or he has to save somebody, or this or that, and discover who he is as a hero, as the Hulk. You have those story threads, but giving him that constant drive to find a cure for himself, yeah, fixes so many problems. With a character which in the first movie was so reactionary, like everyone else in that angry oh, yeah. version had something to do. Yeah. yeah. In this mo- movie, the first scene you have, he's in search of a cure, and right. and and, uh, and there was an earlier scene that started the movie out, but they cut it, and I think that uh, and, and I think it's good because you get right to the scene with the cure, and we'll get that earlier scene in the Arctic. On the DVD, which is fine, uh, and a lot of that extra stuff that people think that this movie lacks, you're going to get it on a DVD. Hopefully, they'll integrate it into a full cut, Lord of the Rings style, oh, yeah. and you'll get a nicer movie. Um, so there is stuff where it does look shaved here and there. Yeah, uh, some stuff isn't as fleshed out as you'd like it to be. That scene between Bruce Banner and Doc Samson that you see in the trailer where they're talking mm-hmm. to each other, not in the movie. You know really? I mean? Yeah, so stuff like that huh. is Doc out of Samson. the movie. Uh, yeah. Samson's in the movie? Yeah, he's the boyfriend. He's Betty Ross's boyfriend. That's, that's he, Doc Samson. It's supposed to be Samson, but it's not his It's, Sam, his, it's his, his character. Samson. Yeah, it is. No, I looked in the credits. Ty Burrell's character is not Samson. 
Um, I wanted it to be because he's a psychologist and he's no, no, with Betty Ross, ben, who's fucking Samson. So. Trust me on this. Through the entire development of this movie, he's playing Doc Samson. Okay. It's it's Doc Samson. It is. He's a psychologist. Right. And he's like, yeah, yeah. No, no. That's Doc Samson. Trust me. Whatever it says in the credits is silly. It's like Leonard or something like that. <laughs> well, yeah, Leonard Samson's his name. Okay, I'm an asshole. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah, in the comics. No, I just know it's, Samson. It's, I didn't know. It's like, Dr. Not, Leonard Samson. Yeah, I'm not a whole So if guy. the credits just says Leonard, okay, that's Leonard just, Samson. You're just given. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. There's a lot of shout-outs, you know what I mean? Like, you'll see... The leader. You'll see the leader created in this movie. You'll see all, all sorts of stuff setting it up and it'll huh. set up the other Marvel properties this more than Iron Man sets up the Marvel Universe very cool right, of the, you know what I mean yeah. I mean it integrates the whole thing especially like you all the little things that you see like the Stark everything that the you see a lot of using you see Stark a lot of industries. S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff in it and you Shield. also see a lot of Captain America stuff in yeah. it oh very cool yeah, because they they, do they soldier. have an actor who's going to be playing well, well here's the thing and, uh, and, and I didn't see any don't spoil now don't spoil too much but in the cut Arctic footage like and it was a cool little scene but uh, he yells, uh-huh. right? You know, he's he's unable to commit suicide, right? Like okay. he tries, he tries. He's in the Arctic. He's trying to put a gun in his mouth. Okay, I agree. Not the way to start a movie, yeah. right? Like you can start lethal weapon with it because yeah. it gives the character a place to go. Right. But if you're putting a gun in your mouth, you don't have a goal. That was the whole key to right, Mel Gibson's character right. in Lethal Weapon. Right. He had to find that like will to live. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? In right. this one, let's start Bruce Banner off wanting to live, looking for a cure. Let's yeah. not start him off putting a gun in his mouth and the Hulk stopping him. Like the Hulk was stopping him, and then finally oh, he wow. yells, and you see an ice shelf just go <laughs> into oh, the ocean. Wow. Supposedly, in that ice shelf, you have Captain America. your man. Oh, right. Steve Rogers. Right. I didn't see none of that, but that's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Oh. So, you know, whatever. I, I don't want to talk too much about that screening because, you know. But, but I, 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 I want to awesome. about the Hulk before we move on. Yeah. Remember when we were talking, last time I was here, we were talking about Iron Man and what I hated the fact it didn't have a score. And there was no memorable themes. The fucking Hulk had a score. It, it had the score, baby. It was great. And yeah, you know, a lot of it had to do with the fact it brought back the TV oh, wow. theme. Oh, yeah. They used that theme in this movie a lot. But, wow. but it worked. And, it, you know, they integrated show. it. And mm-hmm. it was awesome. It was great. Can I ask one it's question It's definitely before? Bruce Jones's Hulk mi- mixed with the TV Hulk. Uh-huh. Like, Bruce Jones, the writer of the Hulk from uh-huh. a couple years ago, he did the whole Mr. Blue, Mr. Green thing. Oh, okay. That's in this movie, the beginning of this movie. Like, you know, it's definitely his banner on the run. Um, I, this movie's very good. Can, Can I ask one it? question before yeah. you move on? What you don't see his whole cut. Oh, bummer. No. <laughs> uh, do they say? And if they don't, what's your guess for the next movie? Captain America, The Avengers. Well, oh, it's Thor. Marvel said it. Thor. Well, it's supposed to be. We got to talk about this because it's supposed to be Iron Man two. Okay. Oh, okay. T- technically, the next movie is Wolverine. We will get Ben. <laughs> Sorry. What are you doing? Ninja, ninja. Like a fucking ninja. Right. You're like a club. Like this ain't no like. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. The problem is Gilmore wants to come back on the show, and you're fucking it up for him because he's crazy. Um, you're Gilmoreing out, man. Um. See, look at VJ. He just laughs. You, you're the one that's taking about a minute on this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying to explain to my audience. This is why this shit happens. Uh, it's impossible to talk. Um, no, they've already announced release okay. dates. Okay. The, the first one's Iron Man Two. Okay. In Iron Man Two, you get introduced to Thor. Okay. A month later, you get your Thor movie. A month later. A month later. Oh, nice. And then on top of that, the following summer, you get 
in May, late April, mm-hmm. Captain America the First Avenger. That's what it's called. Captain America Cold oh, the wow. First Avenger. And it's a World War Two movie. It's all it's World exciting. War II. It's all World War Two. Oh whoa. And he gets frozen at the end of that movie. Yeah. The beginning of the Avengers, a month and a half later, you get the Avengers movie. The, but what Ben is alluding to and wants to talk about is the fact that they have not communicated with John Favreau, and John Favreau doesn't know if he can make that 2010 Iron Man deadline. 2 deadline. Like yep. it's really tough. It's kind of a, a Fox move. But that's how Hollywood is. Not a Fox move. It's, that's how Hollywood is. You set your tentpole. You set your release date. You tell everybody else to back the fuck off. And you stick with it, yeah. You know, but can't the, the, that usually is counter to making a quality film, and yeah. Not letting a story be developed, you know what I mean? You, you get Spidey three sometimes like that. You get oh, X three sometimes like that. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like like and those are, I mean, Spidey three. That's a good filmmaker. Those are the same filmmakers yeah, that I know. made two Spider Mans. But you're putting them in this, you know, you're putting them in this this pressure, you know, yeah. This this pressure area where they have to make a fucking great movie in two years. It's tough, you yeah. know. Uh, so, so Favreau did that letter. Well, jo- John Favreau was like, "Dude, I don't know if I, I don't know." Uh, and Marvel now is like, "Okay, well, we can find somebody else to do it." Please, Marvel, Oof. don't. Please, yes. Marvel, do not. This Please. guy took a, mo- a movie that was budgeted X. He multiplied the earnings on that movie by ten. But this is pre DVD. This movie is going to make a killing. This movie is going to make your investment at least ten times over. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But but at the same time, you've got to keep that release date. Like I don't know what I would do. You've got to keep that release date. So (laughs) so those are the two sides. I I don't know who I mean I want to see John Favreau's Iron Man two or his adventures. At the cost of the the release date though is a huge thing, dude. First month in first first release (laughs) in May, that is Marvel's window. They already lost it for Iron Man two. Because of uh, the Narnia movie, which who knows, they may not make another Mar- Narnia movie because Prince Caspian did it tanked. Too. Yeah, well, it it, it just did modest. You know what it I mean? It didn't make back its. Didn't make. Uh, it, it, it'll it, like make it. It'll make it, but like in yeah. its first week, it didn't make back, and that's what Hollywood is not <laughs> banking yeah. on is yeah. it to make back its budget in its first week. It's Superman returned a little. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so. It's an alright movie. Yeah, I thought that Prince Caspian was alright. But it's just all right, you know what I mean. Yeah. Now we've got a movie that's great, and you got you know you got to make it for May, two thousand ten. So I don't know. I mean, and I don't know. I talked to some people who were a little involved over there, and they're like, "Yep, things are starting to look wow. like maybe it won't. Maybe this is going to happen Finan- financially. They're always going to they're always going to go with financially. Of course, you know what I mean. Not creatively. You guys have to understand that you have to be prepared for this." You know, this is not conducive to creativity. It's, crea- it's conducive to a Ford assembly line that you know has profit, <laughs> profit, profit yeah. as the main thing. And like, when you understand that, you you're fine, whatever. You know, but it sucks because this could be the Pixar of superhero movies. Like, this company could be the Pixar of superhero films. Uh huh. And and uh, they just gotta figure it out. If they figure it out, they could be unstoppable. Um, speaking of creativity, uh, the M. Night Shyamalan's The <coughs> Happening came out this past weekend, and uh, sure. I don't understand how this movie just made what? Tw- how much the movie does make? Thirty million dollars? How did this movie? How did you guys let The Happening make thirty million dollars? <laughs> you fuckers! You vote with your ticket, okay? You buy a ticket, you're voting to see this guy make another movie. Stop doing this. 
I have a guy over here. Can you swing the camera over to this guilty party over here? This guy right here bought a ticket to the happening. I did. This is M. Night Shyamalan's movie. Guys, Unbearable was basically the end of it. I was like, this. I, I was like, I, I just fucking paid for two hours of Bruce Willis going. I can't cut myself. It's like, yeah, nutsack. For the last twenty years, you haven't noticed that shit. You're an idiot. So. If you want to watch people act like idiots, sick. I haven't gotten sick. Have I gotten sick? Oh, sweetie, do you remember the last time I coughed? It's like, shut up, you idiot. You're a moron. Why, why did I pay two hours to watch a moron for two hours? Sit there in a closet going, oh, I'm going through a divorce. Uh, uh, uh. It, it's stupid. This guy made one really, really, really good movie. And now, we, now, we, and now we're cursed with this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Lady, did you see Lady in the Water? Yeah. What is, wrong, the, what is wrong with you? Okay, okay. the Lady in the Water thing, I actually waited. I didn't see that in theaters. I watched that on DVD like months after it came out because I didn't want to see it. But then I, uh, you know, I was sitting down at my parents' house. They owned it. Whatever. I'm going to watch it. Um, Your parents' DVD collection is as bad as yours? My parents' DVD the collection The apple does not worse. fall far from the tree, my friends. <laughs> my parents are the pe- like They're the ones that got me into that bad habit that I was broke of when I moved mm. down here and didn't have any money. They're the ones that just go out and buy If you're going to own shitty movies... I mean, they have over like they have over seven hundred DVDs. Death Run to Istanbul. It's crazy. That shit's in the next gauntlet. <laughs> How about this one? Nuki. In the time of <laughs> ET ripoffs, I've got Nuki. <laughs> this shit'll destroy you. Look at the fucking... not Mac and me. <laughs> this is this makes Mac and me look like Citizen Kane. <laughs> this is some poor actor stuffed in a fucking rubber head suit, walking around. This thing looks like a troll doll slash rapist. This is like the kind of troll doll you would meet at the end of a dark alley. So, so the happening is about uh, a bunch of people having stuff happening. The happening is about an hour and thirty minutes too long. Yeah. Now, what is this movie about? Because <laughs> um, Laura also went to see it. I would not go with her. I said, "No, you're lucky I didn't break up with you." Okay. So the movie's about movie's about some sort of thing being chemical Just, being released into uh, the air in the Northeast. And it's trying yeah, to, and, I mean, and people are getting forced tree, to kill each other. The trees are turning against us. Uh huh. Um, and it, you know, you, do you learn that early on in the movie? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, you learn in the preview. I mean, I would put up a spoiler warning, but you shouldn't even watch this there's movie. There's no, there's no twist in this movie. Okay. What you see is what the twist is that there's no point to this movie. <laughs> I, okay. So I read, I read this script when it was released on Latino Review. There like, was a script. Yeah, there was. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, it, but when it was released on Latino Review like two years ago, okay. it was called The Green Effect. Oh, that pretty much gives it away. Yeah, right there. Now, and that's the reason why they changed it. Now, Al Gore, as the villain, what, how did he do? He did alright. He was how a little did... fatter than you think he would. Okay. <laughs> the beard is uh, bad. But honestly, M. Night Shyamalan needs to stop making movies. And this is coming from. I, I've seen every single one of his movies. And it's because I, I get tricked. Because they have, I li- how do you get tricked? I liked his concepts. I like the, you know, I like. He's the made a of string of bad movies. What makes you think that the next one's going to be good? His track record looks like. Come I'm like on. a beaten woman. Has hope, John. It's. I gave hope up a long time ago. <laughs> it's. I hope I, the Hobbit's good. It's That's a, my hope. It's an abusive relationship I'm in with Shyamalan, and you know. You're I, the only one getting I abused. Keep, I am not the only one getting abused. $30 million says I'm not oh. the only one getting abused. Sweetie, yeah. did, did you think this movie was okay? It was fine. She said it was fine. It, see, and I'll disagree <laughs> with that. It wasn't fine. It no, was... I think it was fine for, like, uh, get out of the heat and watch 
Guys, but not for twelve dollars. Please, I must tell you. I must. I must tell you. Laura just had knee surgery. She is still on medication. So please, I have to. I have to tell you that that may not be able. She she shouldn't even been driving. I apologize. But yeah, see, he needs. He needs to stop. He needs to stop. He needs to stop. And I think the reason his earlier movie worked. Was because he, I, you know, this is my. He theory. worked his ass off on the script for twelve drafts. Well, That's why also, it worked. you know, he hired good actors, and like, he oh, the hired, guy who sits in the corner and going, he, yeah, fine. It worked. For, <laughs> it worked for that script. He's a ghost. He can't talk very much. I'm sorry if I get that away. You be gay, motherfucker. I like Bruce the party, Willis. pal. I like Bruce Willis, but come on. Um, I do. Enjoy- doesn't like birds. I don't like. I mean. I, I like the There's Hitchcock movie, The Birds, there but was, there was no birds. It's, in this movie. I think it's, but no. what, what I'm saying is the explanation. Oh. The Hitchcock's movie, The Birds, right. how there's no explanation for why this thing just happens. I think that, it's like it's an act of nature. It. Yeah, it doesn't need an explanation. It doesn't fly. Come back here. <laughs> but wait, 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 wait. Give me. Give is me it because Laura's like it's because I don't believe in God? That's fucked up, sweetie. I just, I this is what Shyamalan needs to do. He needs to stop directing. He needs to stop writing. He can still what come if he up with. He just opens it? up a goat farm. That's cool. <laughs> come up. He's like he needs to sit around with someone with a tape recorder and say, "You know what'd be interesting? A zombie movie that's like this." And then he's like, and you, then that person goes out and finds a good writer to write it and finds a good director to direct it. What about our man over here? Let's go there back to go. Chad. Um, you, you, I've got. Um, I'm gonna, I want to talk about the Spike Lee Clint Eastwood controversy. Yes. Have you talked about this? Um, Spike Lee, I guess, is criticizing Clint Eastwood for not representing, not having black folks in either of his movies. Either, either of those World War II the movies. Two, yeah, the, the two flag uh, movies. Yeah, father, flags of our fathers and letters from Iwo Jima. And Clint Eastwood, and they're going to make a big deal about this, is like, he needs to shut his face. Yeah. The th- look, Spike Lee, by the way, called them Negroes. He said that he had no Negroes in letters for Iwo Jima. Just FYI, that's the particular I mean, the, th- the thing with, is this. And and I feel like Spike Lee pulls the race card every time he needs to start publicity for his movies. <laughs> like that would make sense. Yeah. Like he did it at so Cannes, many, didn't he? There's so many amazing. <laughs> not only did he do it at Cannes, but yeah. he had he had a mo- he has a movie coming out. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like like there are so many talented black filmmakers who are like I'm gonna stand on the merits of my filmmaking. Like Tyler yeah. Perry. You know, like Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry is starting a fucking. He's got an empire, dude. Yeah. He's got an empire. But no, there are so many talented black filmmakers who don't. Who don't have to pull swipes based on the race card at other directors to yeah. get headlines? Yeah, like his that movie that he did with Denzel Washington with the with the bank. What was that one called? This uh, past one, Inside Man. Inside Man. Like, yeah, that movie yeah. was fine. Yeah, and it, and it stood on its own merits. Yeah. but what's with this bullshit? You know what I mean? Let a guy make his film. And Clint Eastwood's like, dude, it's extremely. I mean, this is yeah. historically accurate. Yeah, I did no, my homework. Serious. You know, the guy who had the poll. Who had the poll? The guy, you know, they put the flag up. Okay. The guy who gave the poll to the guys was black. The guy who gave the poll to the guys is black. Who found historically? Like, yeah, historically. And they didn't cast. Who'd they have that, uh, that, they that guy? They had nobody. That's what. That's the thing that I read it in like IMDb.com. That was his argument. It was like the guy Look. who actually had the poll who gave it to the guys to put the flag. Okay. Flag. I'm just gonna tell you all you filmmakers <laughs> out there one thing. It's a fucking movie. You're lucky there even was a flag in that movie. Okay? As historically lazy as Hollywood is in every movie, 
and I'm not insulting Clint Eastwood or anything, but I'm just like, like Hollywood in general, there's lucky there was a, they're lucky a fucking Transformer didn't deliver the flag on Iwo Jima, okay? That's how crazy some of this, like, rewriting a history can be in cinema. Yeah. Okay, Hollywood is known for not getting shit right young guns, in cinema. Young Guns Fucking too. Young Guns, you had a spirit horse pick up Chavez eat Chavez <laughs> at the end of that. Maybe there is a spirit horse. Maybe there isn't. But that shit was crazy. Okay? And, I mean, look, fucking, yeah, the Billion Kids story Young Guns is a perfect example. Motherfuckers, you are lucky. Flags of Our Fathers wasn't Transformers 3. You are lucky that shit didn't happen. You are lucky that fucking the Japanese people on Iwo Jima wasn't a bunch of fucking flying around mega motherfuckers <laughs> with swords. You're lucky that shit wasn't fucking... What, what What can I even say here that won't insult the shit out of you guys? You have to stop worrying about what other people are doing. And if you want to do... Listen, tell your story. You know what I mean? I, it, it saddens me because do the right thing. She's got to have it. These were amazing movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, did, have you run out of fuel... Have you run yeah. out of stories? I think you're right. He just he's just looking to do promo. He's just trying to get PR. I mean, how long ago were those films made? Clint Eastwood's movies. I mean, they were off. It was kind of a while ago. You know, and not only why that, is he bringing I, I it just, up? I just remember Quentin Tarantino getting it right when Jackie Brown was coming out. Not that Jackie Brown. I I, I like Jackie Brown. It's fine, but. <clears throat> Especially jumped on him because Samuel Jackson's character used the N word all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 uh, Quentin Tarantino was on Charlie Rose, and he said, "You know what? Fuck that. If that is how a character, this character mm-hmm. talks, that is how this character who lives in Inglewood talks. And if I can't write that character because of the color of my skin, <laughs> yeah. who's racist now? No, absolutely. You know what I mean? If Clint Eastwood got that what VJ said is wrong, wrong, like." Come on, you're lucky there yeah. weren't fucking trans. You're lucky the USS fucking ships weren't transforming and eating Japanese people. In that I, I actually have a funny Jar Jar Binks story, to be honest. There you go. Uh, I was in that Stomp. Shit was racist. I was in Stomp for two years, and one of the guys I was banging ca- cans and shit. Banging like cans. Yeah. Wait, you were one of the athletic yeah, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. It's hard. No, no, no. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that. But <laughs> no. You played GTA Four. I sorry. You know GTA Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I I haven't. There's Sorry. a great ad that comes on the radio. It's like oh, really? banging cans for an hour. <laughs> Come see the theatrical sensation. <laughs> oh, wait, let me get to okay, the Jar okay, okay, Jar Binks. Okay, Ahmed Best. Yeah, the guy who played. Uh, guy who played Jar Jar Binks. He was hired when I was hired. We, I I met him. Now I'm from Hawaii, and so I, you know, basically in Hawaii, people are racist against white folks. <laughs> and even though I'm half Hawaiian, uh, I look quite white. So. There's a little bit, you know. There's some Japanese in you. No, there's no? Hawaiian. Hawaiian, there's no just Hawaiian. What is it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Japanese. Who's Japanese this? is different. Who's the dumb round eye now? <laughs> anyway, let me. Now I'll cut it short. I'll cut it short. I'm a howly. <laughs> I'll cut it short. So Ahmed and I, in the early days, he's a great guy. I like him a lot. His wife is awesome. Anyway, we, it was a little tense at the beginning because I felt he was a little racist against white folks. I don't think he ever really knew that, and if he ever sees this, he's probably hearing this for the very first time. No. But I had, you know, there were it's moments. Just your feelings. Yeah, well, it's there were racist. moments when he would say specific things. But now he's changed. The Jar Jar situation has has because humbled he him. One of the most racist has humbled in him right? incredibly. But I think that the whole way Jar Jar is and talks and everything has a little bit of that kind of racist. Idea. I mean, I don't know how to explain it exactly, but but that is, you know, at any rate, it's just that's the story. It's just tough because these aren't. Cor- I mean, at the very end of the, these are individuals telling stories. 
Yeah, and, and that's what's important. And, 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 it, and it's tough because cause lines get blurred. Yeah. And people are, can over, people can hyper-contextualize, yeah. and they do all the time. They can be oversensitive. They can, uh, they can hyper-contextualize. What I'm saying is history isn't being lost here. History never existed. Right. History is, con- <laughs> history is continually being rewritten yeah. in mediums, and people accept it yeah. as fact. And what I'm telling you is don't accept it as fact. You're lucky those fucking SS ships didn't turn into Transformers. Like, <laughs> don't accept what you're watching or reading as fact, as yeah. this is the way shit went down. Question it. Spike Lee doesn't give that a chance. No. He just attacks. And yeah. it's like, dude. That's p- for PR. Speaking of colored people, uh, they're thinking about <laughs> making a Smurfs movie. These, now, these are blue people. Uh, Casino Skunk on the forums, he's one of our users, submitted this news about a Smurfs movie uh, being uh, kind of done in the Garfield style, as like live action animated. That's a nice piece of news. Uh, I'm still waiting on the, the announcement of a Snorks film because I thought Snorks were cool. Maybe, maybe a spinoff. Easily killed, though. Snorks? Yeah, all you had to do was plug Toxic up the waste? Top. All you had to do was plug up that top little tube thing. Mm. What, what, why do they need snorkels if they have a mouth? I don't know. But <laughs> For sucking their gucks. <laughs> um, so, uh, did you see this new Punisher trailer? Awful. Submitted by Sandstone yeah, yeah. on the forums. Um, this new Punisher trailer has Ray Stevenson from uh, Rome playing the Punisher. It's directed huh. by Lexi Alexander. She did the Hooligans movie. Uh, I, don't, I never watched Rome, but uh, but he's a big guy. And in this trailer, there's something not working for me. But come on, after that Hulk trailer, which I hated, I just got to give this thing a benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? Because I think I think this dude is close to the he. I thought he looked like the Punisher, but something about him is just off. There's something weird about the way that the, the lines are being delivered, and this is feeling a little Blade. Yeah, you know, there's a difference. We've come a long way since Blade. I love Blade. Yeah, there's a difference between like the Hulk trailer Mm -hmm. and this one. The fact is, is that at the end of the day, the Hulk was made by Marvel Studios. The end of the day, this is being made by Lionsgate. Lionsgate. Well, you know, and I'm hmm. surprised that it's not. It's not going to be just a direct to DVD movie. This this Punisher movie, Um, we got to reserve our our whole judgment until the end of this thing because watching some of this movie the way it's shot I'm like you know what did you have to put the harsh color tones in it like just to tell us it's a comic book it's like give us a fucking street level movie give us a crime movie give us a give us a a, a William Friedkin fucking mm. Punisher movie you know what I mean yeah. like do some street level crime shit that's what I would love to have done you know it's like if I was to do a Daredevil or a Punisher movie yeah, I'd be Daredevil? like I'd be like throw out all that <laughs> throw out the fact that it's a comic book yeah, and it's just a character. Yeah, absolutely. And, and tell it like you would do with in a William Friedkin movie or in a freaking Charles Bronson movie. Tell this on a street level, realistically. That is why Ben Affleck should have gotten some kind of Oscar for Gone Baby Gone, because <laughs> he told a street level movie. Ben, I've said it before on the show, you need to save the Daredevil franchise. Please. My did you like see Gone Baby Gone? I can't. I did not. But you will like it. You'll will see I? You'll, you'll think I'm not crazy. Well, then what? what? I could never forgive that Punisher. That was my favorite comic book as a Dude, kid. Punisher? That, which, I mean, which I'm sorry, sorry, Daredevil. Daredevil. Oh, I will never kidding. forgive that. You're kidding I me. I walked this out of my own living room. That's how disgusted I was. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Robotech, this movie has been optioned by uh, Tobey Maguire's company. It's the, the Japanese uh, animation about uh, us finding alien technology on the Earth to fend off 
Alien Invasion. That's really a simplification, but supposedly the script's being written by Lawrence Kasdan. Motherfuckers, wow. Empire Strikes Back in wow. Silverado. And uh, it's kick-ass. Lawrence Kasdan, that's a big gun. Yeah. Um, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Uh, also submitted from a guy named Hero Protagonist on the forums is Spaced is going to tour the U.S. Spaced, awesome. the British movie, you know... Uh, Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg, those guys did this TV show. Oh, right on, yeah. And it's finally coming out on Region 1 DVD here in the States. Oh, okay, cool. And they're going to tour America with <laughs> Very cool. some theaters and stuff. I'm excited about Best that. season yeah. one ending ever. Is it, really? You know, i got to tell you guys, I've been holding off until these DVDs to watch Spaced. I've like put myself in a place where I'm not watching yeah. any TV, like any stuff. You know, hero protagonist is a reference to Snow Crash. Snowfall, Snow Crash. Yeah, yeah. We, we had this we had this discussion on the forums. Oh, okay, my bad. Someone said that no. I was calling John stupid because he couldn't read it. Well, that's, that's a great it's book. I just it's a long. Book. It's I was very like, funny. I've read it like three times. It's a funny, it's funny book. I'll, I'll read it when it, when it gets adapted into a comic. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For um, very funny. Do you read comics? Uh, Where, how yeah, are we I on time? We're going on time. Oh, we got to keep rocking. So, comics. Yeah. What do you read? Walking Dead. Of course, Why? you read Walking Dead. Yeah, of course. I, read I didn't want to insult you. I wanted to be like, oh, like Walking Dead. And I was like, Jonathan, sooner or later, you have to stop referencing other people's <laughs> material and reference uh, this because it's everything, insulting. Every no, 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 no. For me, I lo- anything that that even smells like zombies, I will check it out. Mm-hmm. I haven't read Z yet. Did you read that Marvel okay, Zombies? Okay, now Marvel shit? Zombies. I heard it was really terrible. It started out whatever, and then it just overstayed its welcome. Yeah. Or is, yeah. What is it? Zombies XXX. What is Zombies XXX? I haven't, Have you I seen, haven't seen that. Yet. Zombie strippers with Jenna Jameson. I will not see Zombie strippers. Why? Because they ruin it. They it's ruin it. What, what, <laughs> you know the movie's <laughs> called Zombie Strippers. What kind of expectations <laughs> could you possibly have? That my expectation is that I'm. Gonna, I expect to stay home and watch something else that night. Now listen, if I, if I put a gauntlet together. You yeah. know, you've seen some of the offerings that I have so far. Yeah. This next gauntlet will make you will you will end up like with the characters in the happening. You will want to kill yourself. They're painful movies. If I if I you want to go to the gauntlet, the next gauntlet. Okay. Is this some if shitty it, movies? Did you have Look. a zombie gauntlet? Well, I mean, if we if we have some shitty movies like this one, I picked up in the UK. This one is badass. This one's called Overkill: The Most Dangerous Man Alive. Uh, with a choice between disciplinary action and taking a vacation at a tropical resort, L.A. Car- narcotics officer Jack Hazard soon finds himself <laughs> on the sunny beaches of San Carlos and ready to have some fun. <laughs> the last thing he wants is trouble. But after saving a man from beating, getting beaten to death, Hazard finds his life threatened by the leader of a deadly, illicit organization who deems him guilty by association. Mm. We'll stop at nothing. I mean, this shit. The gauntlet is going to kick some ass. Okay. If I show zombie strippers, you won't watch it? If I go to a gauntlet, you know, it's like you you're, you're getting what you're. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, so you read that, you read why, you finish okay. why. Why is done? No, I, I his uh, the book about you're for the no the book the book that he that he did about all the it wasn't really there was no story. Mm-hmm. What that what is it called? The Zombie Survival Guide. I okay. read that. I love you read that. that. Yeah. Uh, what else? Nice what, what else you're reading? Comic, comic books. books you yeah. mean? Oh, sorry. Uh, no, it's fine. Why uh, Walking Dead? I've read a little bit of that. The Invincible, mm-hmm. and oh, I really, I really loved uh, Supreme Power. And then I don't know what the hell happened to it. Yeah, Michael Straczynski did this great thing called Supreme Power, yeah, which was su- it was like the max. It was the it max was awesome. line. And when it started out on the max line, it was just no holds barred. He could yeah. do whatever he wanted. But then they slowly started integrating it into the actual Marvel universe, and when they did that, yeah. they had a they had a crossover with the Ultimate line. It started to really lose yeah. steam, and yeah. and it sucks because that happens. Michael Straczynski is a talented writer, 
because of whatever happened with Brand New Day and Spider Man, mm-hmm. he defected and he's like, oh, I'm never, I'm not gonna write for Marvel anymore. Huh. You know, uh, and he he's writing this book, this series right now, which I think you'll really enjoy it when it's collected. It's called The Twelve, and it's about twelve people in World War Two. At the end of it, they're cleaning out Berlin, and they get trapped in a Nazi oh, cell, wow. and they get unfrozen in current day, and have oh, to deal wow. with the ramifications of of the of the of, of what all the ideologies that have changed in that time. I'll check that out. You know, sure. so once that's collected, you definitely should check that out because I'm guessing you're a big J. Michael Straczynski. Well, fan. I just His like writing good stories. Good, right. I just like good stories. That's that's it. What are some of the things that like you would recommend? To somebody like our like our viewers that you would uh, do it so the, far. Well, the, one of the okay, I have a guilty pleasure, mm-hmm. uh, which is the fuck party. Harry Potter's. <laughs> the fuck party. <laughs> the Harry Potter's. I read those a few times. I'm am sorry to admit that. However, Song of Ice and Fire, George R R Martin is the best fiction series. That's one I've read. What is multiple that? Is times. that like Fire and Ice that old movie? Song. Or, no, no, no. Remember Fire and Ice that old cartoon? <laughs> no, remember no. Remember that old fantasy cartoon? Like the Frank Frazetta looking shit? The old fantasy cartoon from I, the late 70s, early I'm 80s? I'm sure if I saw it, I would. You watch it as a kid hoping that you see some like barbarian woman titty? <laughs> Vaguely familiar. You're like, oh, this was like heavy metal. Maybe there's titty in it. This is kind of like, it's like a, hist- they call it a historical fiction uh-huh. because it's like history fantasy kind of mixed together and it's it's epic it, the last uh one he did i think was um dance of dragons and he they're like thousand twelve hundred page books these are I ain't big that shit. <laughs> if you read no. if you were ever to read a game of thrones you would be hooked and you'd be like a junkie it wasn't like, about it's just about this this these families uh in it's like it's kind of like a it's it's kind of it's kind of like um, Lord of the Rings in a certain kind of way. It's got this whole rich like world. It's kind of like England. It's like the Anne McCaffrey books and shit like that. It's it, no, it's much it's much much better no, than any no of that. No Dragon stuff. Riders of Pern. No, no, no. I, I read a lot of Dragon Lance when I was a kid. <laughs> this is much better than okay. that. I stopped reading that stuff when I was a kid. These so did I. these are <laughs> these are really really good. I'm a big history freak, okay. and it's like you're reading history, but it's but it takes place a, in our world. Yeah, it just historically. Uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. No, okay. no. It's not in our world. It's okay. another. It's in another world okay. where it's kind of like England, and there are dragons, and it's but it's medieval. Okay. And there's zombies. As well. Holy shit! Yeah, that's so zombies versus dragons. Yeah. Well, sort of. There, Why don't you adapt that? That it, to you, be totally honest, if this if last days goes, yeah, and we. That song of ice and fire is what I want to do. You'd be like, I don't know who like, owns the rights. Here is Hollywood it. open to you. Yes, Which exactly. do you want? Song of ice and fire would be next. We on. are so different as filmmakers. Is that right? Because I'd be like critters. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a pound. We the are terrorist fist bump. Yeah, I call it the yeah. fag tag. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Edie Hill. We are. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. You know, let's say with filmmakers, like this is Hollywood. All all that is open before yeah. you pick it. You you say the Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah. I say Critters. That's that's great. <laughs> I mean, the only reason I wouldn't do Lord of the Rings is because I already got beat. Yeah, the only reason yeah. I wouldn't do Lord of the Rings that shit looks hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> what other gets too? <laughs> like. Really? Fred O'Brien is in that. You're going to bite that That's shit off? You're going to be like, give me Lord of the Rings. I want to be a servant for the next 12 years. That shit is hard. That is hard filmmaking. Can I do a quick tangent? I know quick my tangent. limitations. I stole a car with the, uh, with the, evil, with the girl uh, from Josie and the Pussycats on accident. Which one? Accidentally, you accidentally stole, stole a car. <laughs> the bad, the bad Missy, Missy Pyle. Listen, GTA, how do you accidentally time? steal a car? <laughs> 
wait, wait, wait. You I'll stole have to a do car this quick. with Missy Pyle? I was, playing, I was playing drums. I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly. I was playing drums for her husband at the time. They've since been divorced. I want to see uh, you play drums and, and, naked. <laughs> and I was rehearsing. My car was broken. I was rehearsing down on Santa Monica Boulevard. She happened to be rehearsing in the very next studio. Okay. So so I had to run to her, to, to her husband's show. And I, my car was in the in the shop, so she said, "Hey, I actually have to be there too. Take my car." So she goes into my rehearsal, drops off the key, and I'm like, "All right, cool." And now I leave the rehearsal. She described it's like a Nissan. It's like in Hollywood, there's like nine yeah, million. She, you wouldn't Nissans. want to steal, <laughs> right? Exactly. So I go out, and there's a couple of Nissans, and I'm the, I'm the closest no. one. Yeah, I try the key, and I, it opens the door, yeah. and then I put it in the ignition, and it. How? No, it was weird. He's but like, it turned. Same, <laughs> no, no, no. Same, thing, same exact thing happened to me in Seattle. We were but at, you're not the guest. We were in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <fine. laughs> to hear this story, please go on the Geekscape.net forums where Ben will write the story up for your pleasure. Not only that, visit Geekscape.net and start your own forum entry. <laughs> Have you ever done something illegally by accident? Where Ben will post the first, right? The first introductory story where he is about to tell you in writing what he would say at the cost of my guest's time on the show. <laughs> so, no, I'm sorry, Ben. It's just I got Continue. Okay. So, uh, in video games, what would you yeah. play? Would you play them? Yeah, I pretty much, uh, since I got rid of my TV, I don't, I, unfortunately, I can't access Xbox, right. but I play, I'm a Warcraft, World of Warcraft. Of course you and are. And I'm going to buy World of World of Warcraft, which you need to check out on The Onion. What it's is obvious, that? It doesn't exist, but it's right. hilarious. Check it's out on The of Onion, World of, World of World of Warcraft, where you play a guy who is playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, the Metal Gear Solid 4 came out this week, and I had a Geekscape as Brent Moore write the review up for Geekscape, and it's on the front page of our website uh, as of the, the uh, this episode. So if you guys are interested in what we thought of Metal Gear Solid 4, I don't have a PS3 yet, but Brent was nice enough to uh, finish the game and write a full review that you guys can read all about. Um, but speaking of people who are geeks and, and playing playing geeks, playing geeks, uh, so Ben is acting for you in this. How yeah. was the experience working with Chad? Chad was great. Chad was good. Yeah. How long did no, you guys shoot for? Just one day. Okay. So we did. We shot all the Utah scenes. Okay. He's on the San Diego storyline. Okay. In San Diego. You shot him yeah. in San Diego. Yeah. And he was great. He he was, you know, it was it was fun. It was fast. I had a really good crew. I was lucky. My um, producer is a really, really good producer, and I felt like I was on a professional set where we were actually paying people, which right. we obviously were not. But, yeah. but yeah, yeah, it was it was a very great experience. And you've so. been fronting all the money for this last days. Uh, me and my brother and my mm -hmm. girlfriend are basically the crew. We're Super Freako Productions, superfreakoproductions dot com. Okay, and I'll run the us. URL. Sure. Great. Thank you. Uh huh. And and you, when you go to superfreakoproductions.com, there's links to last days. It basically it's it's on last it's your days hub. actually. Okay. It sends you if you go to superfreakos.com, it's sending you to last days. And online. when can we see this webisode? Is it just a sales tool, or are you gonna It'll, actually put this up for it's, people? It's it's gonna be. I mean, I'll I'll sh I'll view it so people can 
I'll, I'll put it on last days online when it's done. Should be done about September first. Okay. Um, but until then, we're showing little. Uh, if you go to last days online, you can see making of stuff. You can see Ben Dunn yeah. on some of ben, that. Yeah, okay. he's, uh, he gets the clap. That's what we want to <laughs> see. We want to see him. Yeah. We want to see our guy. I mean, yeah. And then from there, we'll discover the rest of your work. Lastdaysjournal.com. You can go there too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. If you go to Last Days Journal, because when I first got cast, I went and did some research. Do my research on everything <laughs> that I get cast in, and uh, there's actually not only do they have the the blog stuff, but they also have um, some shorts that they've done. Yeah, and uh, they're actually done really well. I, I really like the like the Border Patrol one. Yeah, my uh, brother one I that. saw it was really well done, and it's like it's very nice uh, documentary esque sort of. Um, just watch, go see, go watch yeah. that on the. On lastdaysjournal.com. How long have you been making movies and stuff? Uh, I've been, I was an actor for over half my life. I mean, Stomp, I've done over 50 plays. And then I, but the whole goal was always, even from high school, sure. was to be eventually work my way into directing and writing. So, and I've been doing all of it basically my whole life. I mm -hmm. mean, ever since I can remember. I would sit up and tell my brother stories every single night. I would just make them up off the top of my head till he fell asleep every night. So, Older brother? Younger brother. Yeah. yeah, bunk beds. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I can I do a little a bit of uh, shameless promotion? Sure, really sure. Quick? Are we doing okay on time, PJ? Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. Ben, can you hand me my bag? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Great. We have a little bit of merch. If you go to Last Days Online and just click on the merch thing, you can buy really cool things like what can, what can these people buy? Little Holy messenger shit. bag. Try that not to great. die. Lastdaysjournal.com. We've got uh -huh. a bunch of stuff. Caps, T-shirts. You are a corporate whore. Well, no, I'm but, just trying but, to fund. Yeah, the keep in film. mind if you guys want to see this Last Days thing pick up off the ground, go to their website, support them, get this merchandise. That is a fucking dope bag. Thank you. Yeah, spread shirts. Uh huh. Thank you. That's cool. And so there's shirts. There's shirts, caps. caps um, Sweaters, there's all kinds of stuff. Our design, so we get the dough. They pay for you know the cost. But, sure, sure. Yeah. In um, in now, in how does your stuff actually hold up? Like if a zombie apocalypse happened, like you could put weapons this is in canvas. This is strong. Okay. Yeah. This is, you know, this this will definitely put, hold like, up. Yeah. What tech nine? You could put uh, you could put many tech nines. I have a feeling. Okay. Yeah. And grenades. And now, grenades. When, when you were stealing cars Here. and running at the streets as a thug. <laughs> What yeah. was your weapon of choice? Please be sensitive with the microphone. Hot sauce. That. Now, Louisiana now hot sauce. if you grab this, like a zombie <laughs> comes towards you, eat this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think? No. Uh, no, no, actually, you gotta you gotta shut down their brain. You gotta stab <laughs> them or somehow shut down the brain. Okay. Show them yeah. a gauntlet fest. Okay. Or that. Oh yeah, there's yeah. gauntlet fest. By the end of it, you are a zombie. <laughs> you are a zombie. How many movies are in a gauntlet fest? Usually like six. Yeah. Wow. Wizard of the Lost Kingdom pretty much fucked everybody up. I gotta tell you, though, Wizard of the Lost Kingdom, like, that shit clears the room. And I gotta tell you, I was playing uh, Mario Kart last night online. Uh-huh. If you play Mario's Goldmine, that shit clears the room. If you play Mario Kart online, there's all these people playing with you. I just keep trying to play Mario's Goldmine because I rock at it. Yeah. And uh, it's one it's one track, but you can fall off all over the fucking place, uh -huh. right? And uh, there's carts knocking you off and stuff like that. Um... <laughs> Online, you go into the game uh -huh. with like a full twelve plus people playing, you know, with you. <laughs> At the end of it, there's like three. Like everybody's just like bailing. Like as soon as you vote Warriors Goldmine, you're bailing. If you want to get easy points in Mario Kart Online, pick Warriors Goldmine every time because people just fucking bail. Like, they don't want to play the track. Yeah, you know, it's a way to go. But it's like a gauntlet. Okay. You know? So, 
we got your websites. We got your info. September first, we're September first. Yeah, we that's stuff? what we're shooting for. And then, if all goes as planned, uh, sequential episodes. Play some ARGs in the next several months, mm-hmm. like October, November, probably like January, we February. Know we're playing, though, right? Hopefully, you're not playing this one. Okay. If you're playing ARGs, you know you're playing an ARG. Okay. But hopefully, you won't know that this is the one until oh. you're at the end of it. And then hopefully, <laughs> hopefully in April, <laughs> it could. Hopefully in April, this will all be. You at a party? There. Somebody pricks you with a needle. You're a zombie. Yeah, like, that's a fun game. The Don't virus. Play this. Everybody's just gonna stay away from their fucking computer. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, we're looking forward to that. That's exciting. Cool. It's exciting. You're you. a good guest, my friend. Thank you. Now, now because you are Hawaiian, I must ask you. Um, North Shore. Is it factual? North Shore is a North Shore film. is a is is not how you say film. revered in Hawaii. Why is yeah. that not? Because watching Sorry. this movie in Texas, I was like, one day I will go to Hawaii and master the master the surfing. <coughs> yeah, and have and turtle have, right turtle shakahaka like completely. <laughs> okay, I won't tell the story. <laughs> Laura has a story about turtle that actor. Is that right? Yeah, I can tell it. Yeah. Laura went on a date with that actor. Really? Yeah, she went to get surf lessons for a boyfriend. Really? And uh, he was teaching surf lessons, and he picked up on her. So after the she and her boyfriend dissolved, she's like, sure, I'll go on a date with the guy who played Turtle in North Shore. Pretty much everybody in Hawaii would like to kick that guy's ass. Well, Laura, by the end of the date, wanted to kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> the guy was kind of a, a loser. So. Rob Schneider, by the way. Yeah. Most people in Hawaii want to kick his ass as well. Why? Why? Is it because of that? 50 uh, first dates? dates? Oh, come on. That's how you people are. That guy's not Hawaiian. <laughs> He's not even vaguely Hawaiian. He's not Middle Eastern, but Zohan was an excellent piece of art. <laughs> Jesus. Excellent piece of art. Is that right? I love that movie. All right, VJ's giving us the one minute. We'll see you guys next week. Visit geekscape.net. Check out our merch. Check out all that. And definitely check out Last Day's Journal. And thank you, Chad. Thank you. It's a pleasure. It's fun. Absolutely. Hey, what's up, guys? This is actually pretty sad, but while we were filming the episode, news started to get out about Stan Winston dying. Um, this is really sad. It's definitely a tragedy. We were all big fans of Stan's, um, and I'll leave you all to share your stories on the website. But I got a chance to meet Stan Winston for a brief interview back in October uh, for the promotion of his movie Sleepwalkers. And... Um, I'm going to show you guys the video of that interview now, uh, but all I can take away from it was that the guy was just really exuberant, uh, really exciting to talk to, and it was a way too brief interview. Um, I would describe him uh, as a really loving grandfather and a really excited, exuberant uh, child in the body of a very... Uh, caring and excited professional who just loved doing what he was doing and loved collaborating with uh, the people he was collaborating with. Um, it was really inspiring to interview and be that close to somebody that for so long has affected you uh, through the things that he created. Um, here's the interview. Um, it's really sad to see Stan Winston pass away uh, on all of us. He had a lot more to give, um, but here's uh, my little interview with him. Uh, from this past fall. So enjoy that, and we'll see you next week. Uh, the movie came to me, the script came to me about four and a half years ago, and uh, through my head of production, Brian Gilbert, who's one of the executive producers on this movie. 
And uh, I had told him, I said, look, Brian, if you can, find me a good werewolf movie, because that's what I'd like to do. I'm a huge werewolf fan. That's probably my favorite creature, character, beast. Uh, it's the one that, that turned me on the most when I was a little kid. I loved, you know, Lon Chaney Jr.'s Wolfman, and Henry Hull is the werewolf of London, and right on through to Michael Landon is I was a teenage werewolf, and then really two really wonderfully classic movies like uh, Were uh, American Werewolf in London, which Rick Baker did, John Landis, really, really good groundbreaking movie, and a really scary werewolf movie that uh, Joe Dante did with Howling. And hadn't seen a werewolf movie the way I wanted to see it since then. Um, and I had a specific thing that I wanted to see. It was that thing that turned me on when I was a kid. A thing that I actually wanted to come to California and do, which was to act. Mm -hmm. It was the performance of these wonderful actors that I remembered who were dealing with the beast within. The performance of Spencer Tracy as the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. The wonderful performances of Henry Hall, as I said, Lon Chaney. What I remember is them, the characters. And then when they turned into a werewolf, I still saw their character. They weren't suddenly replaced by a digitally animated character. And I have no, this is no kick or nothing, no knocking of digital. I love the, the tool, I love the effects. I love digital animation, I love animated films. I have my own digital department, SW Digital. I founded one of the biggest digital companies in LA with Jim Cameron and Scott Ross, Digital Domain. But my real love is the actor, is the character, is the performance. So recently, the werewolves that I've seen recently have replaced the actor and they've ended up being basically digitally animated characters. Nothing against that, but they're no longer the human beings that created this part of the character. They're actor from here to here and replaced actor with animator from here to here and we have a new, nothing wrong with it, but it's not that visceral reality that I know is coming from the performance of a good actor. That's what I wanted to bring back. Do these werewolves have nards? Yeah, they have big nards. The design of the werewolf and monster squad is actually a, a drawing that I did of, of me, but it had a lot of the feeling of what I wanted to do and what we have done now brilliantly with, uh, with skinwalkers, but there was no performance, there was no animation of the face. There was the look that I got with, uh, in the final look of the werewolf in monster squad, but there was no facial performance because it was basically a mask, you know, that did it because we didn't have the technology we have today. We couldn't do certain things that I wanted to do artistically with that werewolf and still be a person in a makeup. Well, now with makeup effects and digital effects, I could create the look, that kind of look, and still have all of the performance from the actor. Iron Man is about a man in a suit. And so you have Robert Downey Jr. giving your performance, and it's still Robert Downey Jr. There's a man in a suit, 
But once you've closed him off, it's physical performance. It's entirely different. Entirely different. That's, and, that, and listen, Robert Downey Jr., I am probably his hugest fan. And I would say the work we've done in Iron Man is the best work that's come out of our studio in years. Skinwalkers is about werewolves and skinwalkers. And that's something that I have always wanted to bring Stan Winston to. Iron Man, the job was to bring something alive that was iconic and be legitimate to that character. And we nailed it. Iron Man, the Iron Man suit is the comic book brought to life and it's perfect and it's brilliant and I'm so proud of what the guys did. But that wasn't our design. That was us taking a design and bringing it to life in 3D and allowing the actor to bring everything else to it. Werewolves, Skinwalkers is about an actor and seeing that person's performance come through that makeup, come through it, add whatever we wanted to digitally and not take any of the performance away from the actor. So you see every nuance, every nuance of expression, every nuance, every bit of feeling that is coming from these skinwalkers is coming from the actor. We added nothing digitally to their performance. We did add physical things digitally. We did add things with makeup physically, but it was all dressing for the actor's performance. And that's what I think is wonderful about what we brought to Skinwalkers. What's truly wonderful about Skinwalkers for me is it's just a really nice script. It's a good story. It is not a big effects extravaganza. It is not Underworld. If you want to see Underworld, do not go to see this movie because it's not anything about Underworld. It's about people in a small town, small town people with a big problem. They have a lot of conflict. They have internal conflict. They have love. They have mothers and kids and grandmas and 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 it's and it's it's Andy Griffith and it's Mayberry. We're werewolves.